0: Hi everyone. The following podcast is a Direct Message Network and Podcast One production. We are direct linked to your favorite stars. Hey, listeners, looking for an affordable way to go back to school? National University is investing $30 million in new scholarships. For 50 years, National University has pioneered achievable higher education. Today, NU offers over 75 100% online degree programs and flexible four-week class schedules that let you start sooner and finish faster. National University. Classes start monthly. Apply for your scholarship today at nu.edu. Welcome to Adulting Like a Mother Father.
1: We're your hosts, Daniela Monet and Andrew Gardner. Let's get into it.
2: This is adulting like a mother, father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. so Baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be the head of the rest. And so let me introduce you to the star of the show, Danielle Monet. I bet you probably heard her say,
1: Chicago, Chicago.
2: Now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy His name is Gio, Damn, what a bundle of joy We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community So come along, it's time for some adulting Hello, hello, it's me, Daniela and Andrew,
1: and today's episode's gonna be really fun. And um, I think it'll be interesting for you guys because a lot of you have asked, um after our thirty and thirty episode, "Geo's <laughs> in my lap," by the way, you guys, it's so funny. Are you sleeping? Um, You guys were asking a little bit more about um, how we felt about marriage. So I think with Thanksgiving and family all around, this week is a great opportunity to talk about our personal family, which means the three of us, and how we came to this point eight years later. So you want to dive into our relationship and how we met?
2: I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, so last time um, we finished off with... You asking me if I wanted to get married, and I said yeah. something about it being a, a loaded topic.
1: No, I asked, "Do you want to marry me?" That's
2: right; those are the exact words. So, it's a loaded topic. I think the the simple answer is yes, and and that's what I said last time, I believe. Well, mm-hmm. uh, you
1: asked me. <laughs> I
2: asked, yes. You I asked did. me to marry you about almost two, two years, years ago. Two years ago, this <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> exactly, um, but for us, I think it's it's. It's not as black and white as it is for some people, and that's why we are where we are. Um, and I can share my perspective, and I, I think yours would be similar, but you know, tell me if I'm wrong, obviously. Mm-hmm. we I think we just come from backgrounds where we watch both of our parents get divorced after 20-year marriages, um, and I don't think we've ever seen examples, maybe one or two here and there, of... A married couple where we were like, yes, that's exactly what we want to be, mm-hmm. right? So we've kind of just been doing our own thing at this point and doing, like, I guess, what's comfortable at that time for us. Mm-hmm. So I got to the point where, I mean, I, I legitimately felt like I wanted to take the next step with you and I, and I still feel that way, but again, it's complicated, which is why I asked you to marry me two years ago, Yeah. right? And that was an amazing, amazing day, amazing time afterwards, got a little dicey like a week later and we can dig into that if yeah. you want yeah I do want
1: to um, dig into where that where I think for I got sure. I, I
2: got scared yeah um, it
1: was okay I'll just dig into it right now because uh, what happened was is I was actually surprised so you asked me to marry you I said yes everything was just honky dory for a while we are so thrilled high on life what's well, a while though For whatever, a few days. (laughs) But it was like, those few days were epic. Everything, like family and people just feeling so happy for us. It just felt like it was just a really exciting time. And um, I rode that wave and I got way more into it than I, I even imagined I would. And I started looking into having an engagement party. And I was super excited to do that. And you, when I would come to you, <laughs> we got a kid drinking milk right here. Um, I'm choking on milk? You're okay, bud. When I came to you about the engagement party, um, I no, but it wasn't
2: that at first. It was it was right into wedding plans with with uh, Aunt Leah.
1: Oh, really? I think so.
2: That's why I got scared. I mean, it was like in my mind. Look, you may not understand this. Nobody may understand this. Maybe some guys out there will. Maybe some girls. It took me six years to get to the point that I got to, and then literally in like a day or two days, it was like go 110 miles an hour towards this marriage thing, and I was like, whoa! I got kicked a little bit. I wasn't. Like, I, I guess I just wasn't ready for it.
1: So, so you weren't ready to marry me? You,
2: no, you, I you was, asked,
1: but you weren't ready for the actual marriage. <laughs>
2: That's a good question.
1: I mean, it sounds that way.
2: I don't know if I've ever worked that out in my own head.
1: Yeah, because what happened was is I took it literally. (laughs) And even though it wasn't, like, something that I thought I wanted, you know, I think we obviously have spoke about this a bunch, about how being married wasn't, like, something that was top of mind or top of list for me. But when you asked me, I got sucked into the idea of it, and it sounded like the best thing ever suddenly. And my family got excited. Everyone got into it. And then you kind of fell out of that scenario
2: i don't think i fell out i I think it was just a lot for me to take in at one time it was like it took me i already said it but it took me six years to get to that point where i was ready to ask you Mm -hmm. and i felt great about it and that day was one of the most amazing days that i can remember i remember doing it which was an unbelievable experience and then immediately calling family, FaceTiming parents, whatnot, yeah. and it was incredible. I, I loved every second of it. And then it just went warp speed yeah. right away. It
1: was too fast for you, I think.
2: Yeah, maybe it, or maybe some of it was like the you know the money piece, the cost of, of getting married, and an engagement party, and all that. Um, you know, because I've always been in a different spot than you that way, uh, and, and you know. I hate to say, but we don't have that much help from family mm-hmm. in that regard, right? No, so every, I think a lot of people kind can of relate us. to that. Yeah.
1: Like we were going to do it on our own. And, yeah. Um, I think it just became a little much for you yeah, and it you just, got overwhelmed. Yeah, it
2: was overwhelming. And
1: I was furious with that because I just you felt were. duped. You were. I felt like... Did
2: you really feel duped? I did. I did. Oh, yeah.
1: Wow. I remember like feeling high on life and, and so surprised by how I felt because like I said, it wasn't something I thought that I would mm-hmm. want to dive into right away. But as soon as the question was asked... It felt so real, and it felt so right, and but I But did it? I mean, this is this wave. is a whole
2: other piece too. Yeah. That we can get into. What? The, the filming bit.
1: What do you mean? The oh, f- filming the proposal. Yeah. What did you think about that? It,
2: I, I've always felt mixed about it, and we've talked about it. Like, there's there's certain things in this life that you want to feel like are 101% real. Mm-hmm. You know, 100% authentic. You're present in the moment. And unfortunately, it's just part of culture today, right? And it's a big part of your life, which mm-hmm. which I, I always try to understand better. But the filming was great because it was a cool video for people to watch afterwards. But for me as the person like that was in that real moment, mm-hmm. I felt like a little bit of it was taken away for me. Really? Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, here's... Okay. So why didn't you say something in the moment? Because you you knew I was filming. You could have said like, hey, f- for a second, put the put the camera down or... Or I'm just confused because I didn't know you were going to propose. So I was filming Christmas. What happened was is I was filming Christmas as if it were like a vlog, mm. basically. And so I had gone into that e- next year. I thought, OK, I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'm going to vlog. I'm going to I'm going to take YouTube seriously. Like, I love making these memories. And so I started with Christmas, which was so ironic because I had no idea that you were <laughs> going to propose. Are you laughing at this? Yeah, oh, I had no idea that you were going to propose, which in my My mind was like the biggest happy accident you could only like I I had no idea right, that I was going to like I was going to film my own proposal and it was a complete accident. That part was so cool. And I can't believe that you feel like a piece of it was taken away from you.
2: Yeah. And I mean, that's something I've, I've expressed to you before.
1: I know, but I just I guess I don't really fully understand it because now we have this amazing memory and it felt organic because I didn't even know.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's just a difference of opinion. It's just Mm -hmm. a different way of doing things. You know, like I said, it's a big part of your life. Wasn't that big, that big of a part of my life. Um,
1: What, the YouTube thing? Just
2: the, 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 you know, the culture of recording everything.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Uh, And yeah, I guess warming up to it. But I just feel like it, it takes away from the authenticity of, of some moments, and for me, like that left a little bit of that taste in my mouth from that. Mm. Again, going back, it was an amazing experience. Like, it was an, an amazing moment in time, mm-hmm. and I, I still love thinking about it. That that one little bit is like you know can be challenging for me, um, but. Yeah. Oh All right. my we can leave that that.
1: Okay, whatever. I I think it was the most special moment and nothing was taken away from me if anything there was so much more to gain because now I can relive it and it it just I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, that's but my I think that's that, my take. That goes we're back different.
2: to Yeah, a difference of opinion.
1: Yeah, we're different. So
2: as long as you hear me then I'm I'm happy with that So if you so, can try to understand.
1: No, I understand, but what followed was me getting excited to actually like to go down that path of planning yeah. an engagement party yeah. potentially thinking about a wedding and then yeah. it all just felt like too much and so we just went back to the way we did things before where <laughs> yeah. now i get to wear this pretty ring and we don't have to worry about all the the pieces of yeah. the
2: puzzle but a- again like going back to the very beginning it's just complicated right because we've had, i mean everyone's journey is unique and ours is unique in our way and we've had Many moments like during our relationship Mm -hmm. where it's felt like that's exactly what this is leading to, like a forever thing. And then we've had, you know, just like everybody, a ton of moments where we're like, whoa, I don't don't know if we can do this.
1: Yeah. Well, I try to stay away from using the word forever.
2: Yeah, it's a scary one. It can be. It's
1: a heavy one. And I, yeah, I just feel like, you know, I've watched so many people feel like they go into their relationships with this um, forever, I guess, ultimatum. And Something happens that is unexplainable where it's just like they change, they change, they grow yeah. apart, things happen. And what felt like it was so real and so meant to be mm-hmm. could very well feel different 15, 20, 30, 40 years later. Yeah. And it, it's no fault to themselves. No. And that's the piece that like I like to, to remember is that if at any point – you know, although we love each other and we love our family and we love our lives together, you know, you just never know.
2: Yeah, that's just the reality of things. I mean, yeah. Look at everybody's parents around us. Yeah. You know, I'm, I could probably think of not even a whole handful of, of friends who still have their parents together. Unfortunately, that, like, that's just the way that's worked out. Yeah. I think it's, it's difficult to be with one person and to make the men- mental commitment, right, mm-hmm. to be with one person for your entire life. It yeah. almost seems crazy.
1: It's not impossible. It's just it's just difficult. That's why and, and I almost harder think, for some people more than others. Yeah.
2: But that's that's part of the reason I think the way that we're doing it, it's almost easier for me, at least mentally, is because we're not necessarily putting a, like a, label. a firm label on it. Mm-hmm. We're just doing it. Right. And as long as it feels right and as long as you're willing to make the effort. Mm-hmm.
1: And there's something a little spicy about it. Yeah.
2: We're kind of <laughs> going against the grain. and That feels good.
1: Yeah. It's like I get to wear this nice sparkly ring. Thank well, you, I know by you the like, way. It. Yeah, you like that part. <laughs> I didn't realize I would so much, but I love it. Um, but yeah. And then there's also still that little piece of like mystery and, um, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's just kind of, you know, the excitement of the unknown still.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was just thinking about, um, when we first started dating and, um, so Andrew and I were introduced to each other through a friend,
2: I thought we were going to tell the Craigslist story.
1: I think that is the lamest, most tired so we met story. just like
2: most couples do um, through a Craigslist post. The, it, so it's if you just so list tired. your dresser it's for so sale, it's so tired. <laughs> okay. It's so
1: tired. It's a done. It's not a joke. It's gone. It left the building. Um, the reality of the story. The truth is, um, it was Memorial Day. Gosh, how many years ago? Nine years ago. That would make sense. Nine years ago. Eight years ago. No. Yeah. Yeah, we no. just celebrated eight years. Yeah, but we started talking on Memorial Day, so it would have okay, been nine eight, years eight ago. Okay, eight and a half. Okay. Um, so, here you go, bud. There you go. This is how you mom, by the way. If only anyone could watch. We have to take videos so that we could share yeah. when this episode goes live. I got one of you. So people can feel like they're with us for real. So, we met through a mutual friend. It was Memorial Day. I got a, a call from a friend who was having the time of her life, maybe a little drunk, and she's like, I'm pretty sure I just met your future husband. And I just laughed it off and thought, okay, you know, we could say her name, Shiva. It's Shiva. One day, Shiva will be on the show. She's an amazing mom and wife. Um, and she set us up. And so that day, uh, she asked me if Andrew could add me on Facebook, <laughs> okay, because that was our means of communication back then. We didn't really have Insta. I didn't have Instagram. No, it was before
2: the days of like... Um- no. All the other stuff What's that, the, that people had literally. Dating like, apps. Yeah. I forget the name yeah, of
1: Yeah, I know, right? Because we're so out of the loop. <sighs> but yeah, so Andrew messaged me on Facebook. It was something really coy and caught my attention. Boom. And for three months, you guys, we just talked. We just messaged I think, I think, back and yeah, forth. Yeah, I think we
2: exchanged phone numbers at one point, like maybe a month in or a yeah, month and was a half like, in. Once we it got was like the Facebook real feel for, a whole for each month. other,
1: yeah, we got um, each other's numbers. And hello, little man. And here you are. <laughs> he re- hes already like a, a little actor himself. He's like, no. "There's the mic. Let me be on this show." Mm-hmm. You are. You. The way act, he's giving the worry. side
2: eye to the mic right now is I nuts. I know.
1: Um, so basically, we started chatting, and it took us about three months to actually meet in person. Mm-hmm. There was a couple attempts, and I chickened out. And then eventually we met. It was a blind yeah, but, yeah. date.
2: Why'd you chicken out, though?
1: Well, the truth is, if I'm being transparent here. As you should. My my girlfriend, when I told her I was going to actually meet you, she goes, yeah, she, she was goes, like, whoa, 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 yeah, she was like wait, 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 wait. It was like she had like <laughs> amnesia. She, she didn't remember <laughs> just setting up a digital relationship. Up. Yeah, she was like, "Uh, are you talking about the one that was like really big and buff and had all the tattoos and we met in Havasu? And I was just like, what? Now I'm not sure about this. Am I going to die if I show up? So I made up some excuse. I actually was working at the time. And I was like, listen, there's too much traffic. Story of my life. And that was that. And so basically we didn't meet that time. And then eventually... Something you said made me
0: laugh, and I said, "Give him a chance." Yeah, I
2: could tell that part. Okay. So actually, I want to. Oh, old man, back problems. That one hurt. Um, I went on a trip to finish school at the time, and it was a trip to Australia. So I I finished like through a summer program there, and then I stayed an extra three weeks or so to travel or whatever. Just you know, experience of a lifetime. But while I was there, I was still hyper focused on you, like in the idea of of why. because I, I Please flatter me. I will. I enjoyed our conversation. Our, our conversation through...
1: Because I'm uh, funny. I
2: hate saying this, but through text I'm and all witty, that. i I'm yeah, smart. You are those things, but then we got to turn it off sometimes, too.
1: Shh, it's okay. Pays the <laughs> um, bills, honey. I know.
2: <laughs> um, no. So I was there and traveling all around or whatever, but we set up a, a video chat. Mm-hmm. And I was literally, uh, for people not 21... Just, just blank this piece out. I was drinking every day, right? Time of my life, kind of thing. But I set up this video chat, which was like 10 a.m. Sydney time, and I don't even remember what time it was here, like 17 hour difference, whatever. And I got up. I don't think I had seen 10 a.m. in like, I don't know, 15, 20 days. And I got up to make this thing work. <laughs> and you flaked on me.
1: Yeah.
2: You were a no show.
1: A no-show. <laughs> I was
2: on the on my side, just ring, 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 nothing. Oh
1: my gosh. Nothing.
2: So then my heart hurt a little bit. And I think uh, we eventually spoke after that. And you're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry I forgot or whatever, whatever the excuse was.
1: I know I was at an audition to be. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well. But I did forget. I mean, I forgot. Yeah, you
2: forgot. You forgot. I wasn't important. <laughs>
1: um,
2: so then fast forward and I come back from the trip. I, I fly into LA. That's like literally my first day living in LA. And we're still going back and forth through text for probably a couple of weeks before we actually like line up a time to meet. And I think in the first week or so, we tried to meet and you you flaked on me again, maybe. I don't remember that yeah, part exactly. No, that was, yep. And then we set up a, a second one and I was literally, it was like, we we're going to meet at like nine o'clock at night yeah. 10 o'clock, just for one drink, just to, to meet each other, say hi, whatever. And I hit you up, whatever, to, to make sure that this is really happening so I'm not wasting my time again. <laughs> And you almost flaked on me again.
1: Can I tell that part of the story, though? Because no, I can tell it. You know it inside S- and out. So, so why I flaked? Oh, no, it
2: was the whole brother. OK, thing. go ahead. So he's going to be in here one day for a conversation because this is an interesting guy. But Daniela has a, a younger brother that she's sort of looked after as a mom for some time. And, you know, he's he, he's an awesome dude. Great heart, but but troubled in his own way. And he's he's struggled over the years. And she, he was living with her mm-hmm. at the time, and she was playing mom, and he had a bad night where he didn't do what he was supposed to do, and you would try to make rules for him, and he basically broke the rules. And so at that point, you had to be firm and, and tell him it was time to go.
1: It was the hardest. Right? It was one of the hardest Really hard days. for somebody it's, like been you. been many hard days, but that was a really hard day.
2: Yeah. So unfortunately, that was the night that we were supposed to get together. And,
1: and it was weird too, because you're newly talking—not newly, but we had been talking for three months. I hadn't met you in person. I felt like if I was being honest, like you would be like, "Well, what is this like troubled boy that you're raising?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't know if I want to be a part of that. But I did say something like, "Listen, it's been a really hard day. It's a long story, but my brother has been living with me, and I think I have to like tell him it might be time to go." <laughs> and um, I know Jeez. there's such a there's like a soundtrack a in the background, gremlin just a background. But um, but you didn't you didn't let it end there. You basically said.
2: No, I threw the Hail Mary.
1: Yeah.
2: Which I thought was like super clever at the time. I just said something like because this is a tricky situation because you can't press too hard because then you come off. It kinda, was sensitive. You I come was off kind of creepy yep. like you're trying too hard or whatever. I just said, listen, come out for one drink. I'll make you laugh and then we'll go our separate ways or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's what got you.
1: Yeah, I was like, you know what? I need a moment to myself. This is, yeah. And we met, and I remember pulling up to valet. Mm-hmm. It was the first time I'd ever Here seen I you was in was, this tall drink of water. Oh my gosh You were so handsome You were like Literally You were so tan Because you had just Gotten back from Australia mm-hmm. You were wearing this um, Blue shirt it's, it's purple Okay to this day It is still blue Purple Sure And these like Cute like Tight jeans And you had these Vans on I'll never forget I knew your exact outfit mm-hmm. You had tight little buzz cut And your muscles And mm-hmm. all the things Back then yeah. yeah Yeah you were A very muscular man What happened
2: uh, You became a dad That's a different Conversation yeah.
1: Um, so anyways yeah our, our date went well um, no kiss no nothing you were such a gentleman mm-hmm. and um, that was the beginning of God
2: I think because anybody can relate to this when you meet somebody and you feel like this could be special I think the right thing to do is you just don't you don't press it all like you just let it be make a human connection talk establish that bit and then the rest will follow mm-hmm so I didn't want to I didn't even want to try to jump ahead because I wanted to see where this thing went,
1: which was probably a very different approach than you've taken in the past, I'd imagine. Yeah,
2: maybe. I mean, I just was out having fun like everybody else.
1: <laughs> yeah. Same.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> now, you, you, you did, too.
1: No, I'm, I'm being serious. <laughs> we'll same. leave it at that. Yeah, no. I know. I know. Andrew has a weird thing with talking about the past. You get uncomfortable. Which I had to learn because I had never, ready for this one, guys, dropping a bomb. I had never been in a relationship before, Andrew, ever. Mm -hmm. So I had a a small stint um, in dating and I started probably about, uh, gosh, well, the first time I ever really fell for someone or at least I thought I fell for someone I was 17 years old and he was in a band mm. <laughs> and that was an adventure cuz mm-hmm. that was really just lust and silliness and being young and basically living in a movie mm-hmm. and then dated um for a little while at around like 20 I'd say I was about 20 to 21 and then I met you when I was 22 yeah and it was game over
2: I guess so cuz here we are
1: yeah but you were more of the the seasoned vet in the relationship department. I had a lot to learn.
2: Well, you just had a different upbringing, like you just different childhood, different teenage years. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty normal for most people to be in the situation I was, where you know, by twenty three, whatever, you dated a bunch, you had multiple girlfriends or boyfriends or whatever.
1: You went to school dances, you graduated.
2: This girl thinks that everything is like (laughs) Straight out of a movie a movie.
1: (laughs) I was like, You were a football player? Jeez. I want to go to a football game. Let me wear your jacket. I literally I do, and I wear your jacket. Yeah. I took little pregnancy pictures in your jacket. You thought it was so lame.
2: (laughs) Yeah. No, they were cute, but lame.
1: Oh my gosh. No, you have to just let me like live out my own fantasies because I didn't get to go through all of that. Yeah. So it's cool to me. Like I think it's so cool that you like it. You like did it all. This kid's like so smart. He got like four pluses and and was what's a quarterback that? and and like I don't know. And what's you a, what's and you maintained plus whatever. You didn't you get over a four once? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. I was I like just, at a yeah, solid what? three something. I just
2: came from like a structured childhood. Yeah. Where I was rewarded like at a young age for getting good grades and then that stuck with me and you know, my dad was on me all the time about like, getting my schoolwork done and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't say, like, I was that much smarter than anyone else, but I was just um, structured and I applied myself. And for whatever reason, it was important. It was more so like I was afraid of getting in trouble. So I just did what I had to do. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? It worked. So, wow. so, yeah. Okay. So going back to us. So we meet. That night was amazing. You talked, like, 90 4% of the time. Mm-hmm. Um but again I think I think I made this comment last time. It was it's a small place. It was super loud and I just can't talk in that environment. It's like I feel like I have to work too hard to get any volume you have a very even a
1: deep register.
2: Yeah, I guess so. So even you I mean you were sitting like literally 2 feet across from me mm-hmm. and I just felt like I'm not even going to try. I just let her mm-hmm. talk.
1: And I thought that meant that you were disinterested because I left and I was like, oh, damn, I think I like this guy. And he didn't have much to say. (laughs) I feel like I just rattled off the whole time. But Mm. it was only about a week after that we met again. Half off sushi night. I think that was the night you realized I was vegan probably cheap date (laughs) avocado rolls all night keep them coming and then um still nothing happened we just hung out got to know each other went back to what i thought was your place realized you were living on your friend's couch watched hgtv i knew it was the one (laughs) i knew you're the one then (laughs) and then um from that point on we were like inseparable yeah, I'd say so. Yeah.
2: So the the whole like – so when I moved to LA, I was – one of my buddies was gracious enough to let me sleep on his couch for two months because didn't have much money left after the trip and just was trying to figure it out. Yeah. It didn't turn you off when you came back and – like you had to have figured out like that was basically my bedroom I
1: didn't initially but (laughs) I didn't initially and once I did find out that that was like what your situation was I had so much respect for you I thought Mm. like this is a kid who you know was living his best life traveling you know spending his money figuring it out and like I just was so fascinated I don't Mm. know what it was you may not have thought that like you had this like interesting upbringing but it was so interesting to me like the small town boy (laughs) yeah I'm not kidding like I just loved it. You could have, and you, I was going to say, you could have had $5 to your name and you yeah, did <laughs> I did, <laughs> or less than, and I just thought that you were just, I don't know. I've, I'd never felt this way about anyone. And that's why I think it was so cool that I had the dating experience I did just to know that like no one was ever the right fit. And then, mm-hmm. you know, having met you.
2: It's interesting that I was because I met a lot of the people that you grew up around or whatever, and you, you know, you had pretty close relationships with and i guess maybe it's not that interesting i just feel like i'm not i'm not like any of them
1: that's why it's interesting i
2: guess yeah. yeah you're
1: different um i don't know yeah it was just different it something about it and maybe it was just a chemistry thing like maybe it's true that there's like a person for you out there like i don't know mm-hmm. but it just clicked and it was enough now, for me to like be invested right off the bat and then i became the most codependent person in the universe Yeah. quote unquote we got a little burper here guys I was on, um, <laughs> Anna's like, Anna, the producer is okay? in the back going, what is going on yeah. in there?
2: <laughs> producers, Anna, and producer, Anna's like, eh, he's not coming back.
1: <laughs> I said he could come, but actually what I meant was i he could sleep mm-hmm. if, if he came. Wait, no, I just do want to talk about the fact that I became so incredibly codependent because I had no experience in a relationship. Yeah. I had never really fallen hard. for anyone. Yeah and then fell so hard, was so occupied on Victorious at the time and then all their whatever yeah. endeavors I was working on.
2: I would say that I
1: Hi.
2: fell just as hard. It just I think the difference was that I had experience in relationships before. So yeah. you just learn a little bit along the way, and you yeah. learn to sort of reserve some of those feelings until you know it's, like, really real.
1: Yeah, you played your cards right, for sure. Like, I didn't feel like I I— saw like this like super vulnerable side of you for a while
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we just went through some like ups and downs in that beginning like first year or two yeah just with me traveling and like being just super busy with work and like feeling like i didn't want to do life outside of you yeah then feeling like i couldn't i couldn't i was so terrified to do anything wrong because i didn't want you to leave <laughs> i didn't yeah, want to lose what? you oh.
2: but you weren't ever
1: I didn't know, though. Like, I had never been in that situation. I had yeah. never been in a relationship. And so, then... the
2: the So the, the biggest challenge for me was there was so much good, right? Mm-hmm. But the one negative that, like, I I noticed right off the bat was the... We just communicated so differently. And at that point, I, I think I just matured enough to, to, to know that, like, when I get into a relationship, the communication piece is going to be super important to me. Yeah. And again, you know, with you having had that experience and that wasn't really I would say your strong suit Mm -mm. we like, you know we we had a hard time with that piece
1: we sure did (laughs) yeah I wanted to be like quote unquote perfect I wanted you to think that I was like you know everything and I wanted to say everything right and do everything right Mm -hmm. and I didn't know what I should have been doing was just being like 100% myself instead of just trying to like yeah. be what I thought you wanted me to be. Yeah. Which is so crazy cuz I feel like we've come so far.
2: Oh, it's totally different now.
1: So far. Like we couldn't be more raw and real.
2: No. I'm, but it's beautiful that way. Yeah. I mean, God, 8 years in and we have a kid together now. Mhm. I mean,
1: we're nearly married. I yeah. Basically, if <laughs> and when dogs. that day comes, um, it'll be it'll be a really magical one because we've been so mindful about every decision we've made, and we've mm-hmm. kind of just kind of done our own thing. And yeah. every decision we've made, I feel like, has not been a, from a place of like influence. It's been purely based off of like what we're feeling. And, what I, works and best I think, for yeah, us. and I think that's like so special. We've kind of like blocked out everyone else's opinions, like if there was any family pressure or
2: and there has and been. there
1: has been but like i feel like it in a weird way and maybe our listeners can relate to this like it brought us closer like yeah. right now Ultimately. for instance you know our yeah. family really wants us to move closer to everyone with us having geo and being in this new phase of life and there's like this secret spot in us that like likes that we're just that 20 minute drive you know Mm -hmm. that likes that we're like in our own little orbit and that when we visit with family it feels like more quality rather than quantity
2: yeah and look as amazing as our families are and they are yeah they are 100% We are really lucky but since we've been together and before that for me and before that for you we've kind of just been doing our own thing like I feel like we stepped out of the box to go and like just go after this life that we wanted and and by doing that, I think sometimes you just take on a lot by yourself,
1: mm-hmm. and we've
2: done that for a while.
1: I mean, look at us right now—we've got Geo here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're like having therapy in, with microphones and yeah. <laughs> producer Anna. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, I hope Anna, you make a, a handle soon, uh, producer Anna. Thank you very much. Here Could I you am. please? Yeah, tag, please tag producer Anna.
2: <laughs> let's t- let's give video over. Yeah,
1: um, but no, I mean, yes, we've come a long <clears> way, and we've created all of this with you know. Ourselves, and and like you said, not a ton of of financial help or, you know. Mm It's been, it's been special and for,
2: for the family listening, because some of them will listen. Yeah. And we, hope we love you, you guys. Are. And we, 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 know that you've helped us along the way and we're so appreciative of that. They're and just, I
1: think they're proud of us. They're equally as proud. Like, listen, for instance, when Gio's older and he's like living his independent life and he's able to like stand on his own two feet and support himself, like you're going to be proud. And we're going to have to just know that like, just because he doesn't need us, doesn't mean he doesn't love us. But that's,
2: isn't that, isn't that the success of a parent?
1: Yes. It's like when your your little birdie flees the nest.
2: My mom says that stuff to me sometimes where, you know, obviously she would love to be closer and hang more or whatever. But she's just so proud that I'm off doing my thing and always like, you know, pressing for more and Mm -hmm. and just trying to create this life and trying to bring in happiness around and and love and all that sort of stuff. So that's exactly what I want for this guy.
1: I know. And I think we're we're setting ourselves up to be those kind of role models, hopefully.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it's been an interesting eight years.
1: Yeah, it has been.
2: Anybody can relate to this, especially when you've been in a relationship for, you know, any really any period of time. But we've experienced a lot of highs, mm-hmm. a lot of lows. Yeah. We've had moments where, you know, they could have been breaking moments. We've had several of those where we've, mm-hmm. you know, we discussed like maybe it's just not going to work, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But ultimately to get here and, and to stay here and to keep going forward like this, I think whether we set it the same way or not, because our communication is different, is we've just chosen that this is what we want. So you just keep working at it.
1: Yep. And I think that's, like, the biggest um, thing that we've always leaned into is, like, we want to choose each other. Yeah. We don't want really anything else to be the factor for why we're still in this. We want to just make that choice to mm-hmm. make it work and mm-hmm. want to make it work, not because we feel forced to or, you know, like, Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I want to start doing and we can start actually today because um we jumped on our story and I was asking people if they had any like adulting relationship challenges. So, um I think it'd be really cool because we have come a long way and I mean, if you guys would have seen us eight years ago, you would have been like, wow, that girl has lost her mind over this guy. Can't even form like a sentence. He's too cool for school. No. And <laughs> from the outside, maybe they would think that. Maybe you were, think you were f- just playing it cool. But I thought, oh my God, this guy has it all figured out and I am not adequate.
2: Mm. I'm sure it was a lot of that. I mean, I was younger. I right? have matured since then. hmm at least hopefully and I then have.
1: regressed no yeah actually no we have we both I'm
2: sure great. I felt like I needed to be s- something that maybe I wasn't yeah or at least put on my best self at all times to impress you i mean i put you on a pedestal at that time
1: it's crazy i had no idea and i remember after the fact you did say something like as soon as i saw your picture <laughs> which sounds pretty vain but i think there was more depth to it you just said like you felt like that was you were i was the one
2: yeah that's yeah you're beautiful
1: that's so nice weird aw, feelings so many feelings (laughs) don't go anywhere we'll be right back in a few with more adulting like a mother father
2: hey michael phelps here i want to tell you a bit about online therapy online therapy is not about time and place it's any time and any place did you know that over 50 percent of americans struggle with their mental health I'm one of them. And that's why I'm here to tell you about online therapy and how it can change your life. Online therapy is just as easy as joining a video call or texting with a friend. Only you'll be talking to a licensed therapist from your device on your schedule. Talkspace is more committed than ever to making therapy accessible and affordable for all. Go to Talkspace.com and start working with a licensed therapist Today, brought to you by Talkspace, therapy for all.
1: Get $100 off your first month of Talkspace therapy with coupon 100 for you.
0: Hey, listeners, looking for an affordable way to go back to school? National University is investing $30 million in new scholarships. For 50 years, National University has pioneered achievable higher education, Today, NU offers over 75 100% online degree programs and flexible four-week class schedules that let you start sooner and finish faster. National University. Classes start monthly. Apply for your scholarship today at nu.edu.
2: All right, let's get to these quick so anyways, Did you get some uh, Yeah, feedback? so
1: I got some good feedback, and um, we have a lot of questions, so maybe we can try and do this more often where people, yeah. if you guys are listening and you want to, like, submit anything that really has to do with being an adult and any challenges you're facing, like, we would love to chat about them because it's such a good opportunity to, you know, bring in other perspectives. So. Okay, one that stood out that's really relevant to our life right now. Let's get it. Um, Sam N. Masters, thank you, Sam, said, um, how can you be a supportive partner doing during a risky career change?
2: Ooh. Yeah.
1: So I thought that's totally really relevant. relevant. Yeah.
2: Do you, yeah. Obviously, that's you, so.
1: Um, so I actually talked about this yesterday with a friend who's going through something similar, and I said the one thing that I kept, like, thinking about with you making this career change was if, God forbid, it meant that we had to completely change our lifestyle and, like, downsize or, you know, sell a car or whatever it meant, like, to me, your happiness and, like, our wow. our lifestyle could have been... It didn't matter to me. Like, I would have been happy to, like, make whatever change we had to make to support it.
2: That's incredible. Really? Yeah. Oh, gosh, That yeah. means a lot for you to say that because that's, I mean... I think that takes a very mature person to be at that spot, to be willing to give up something just so that their person can be happy. Yeah. So I think that that's great advice. So uh, if, if you're at that point where, you know, your partner's happiness is more important than anything else, because ultimately uh, you guys are going to be mm-hmm. better that, that way, then um, you got to be willing to know that like financially, there's always things that you can do mm-hmm. to make it work. And like... Even if you struggle for a bit of time, it's just temporary.
1: Sure. And I think the happiness is what leads to a more comfortable lifestyle. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. the the version of you I saw prior to you making the decision to leave your career wasn't one that I – felt was long term. Wasn't a sustainable, you know, it wasn't sustainable. You would come home late at night, you felt like you were pressured to spend time with me, the dogs, like we didn't even have geo at the time. Like we had no idea what we were in for and it didn't seem like it was, you know, enjoyable. And I knew that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the advice I would give is really like if you can make changes in your life or downsize or budget differently so that you could support your partner while they're making some sort of risky career change. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Then do it because ultimately you're both going to be better yeah. for it.
2: And if it's just about the money, I'm a numbers guy. So if you want to send me like your credit card expense activity, I'll tell you what you can cut out immediately. I
1: love that. Sam, if you're listening, <laughs> Andrew's Handles at Gafting Guy. <laughs> OK, do we have time for one more? OK, cool. Anna says we do. Oh, my gosh. There's a lot of them, actually. Um, oh, this is an interesting one. So um, I'm going to say her handle. I think it's Evie Motto. Evie Motto. She said, when um, when do we want to have kids? My husband and I don't really know when the right time is.
2: Mm, that's a good question. I,
1: and I hate I, giving this answer, but I think you're going to give the same one.
2: I, yeah, it's just perspective. What, right? what are you
1: going to say? When's uh, the right time? So. I don't think
2: there's ever a right time. That's what everyone told I don't think you'll us. ever feel completely ready.
1: That's what everyone told us. And I thought... I really thought at 30 years old with all the experience that I had with kids, not only working as like a role model for kids, but working in a daycare, being the oldest of my cousins that like I had it figured out, you really don't until you're in that situation. So just know that my piece of advice would be that if you guys both feel ready and you feel like you have a solid foundation between the two of you because you're going to need it, then that is probably the right time. And and be sure that you enjoy so much prior to making that decision. You know, if you have the means to travel or if you have the means to go on dates and things like that, like, really take a. But also
2: that know that, that's, that that shouldn't end. Like, those are choices yeah. that people make to just end all the fun in their life because they have a kid. That's true. And I know your kid becomes your life, but... Don't forget to take care of like you personally first or you and your partner first. And that stuff can still continue after you have a kid. Like it, you know, temporarily you might be sort of locked down. Sure. But we'll get back to that for yeah. sure. Yes.
1: Yeah, and we'll get him we out
2: and we'll travel and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Is there time for one more? I think so. I'm just Oh, so this cute. is
1: a good one. Someone said um um her the handle is Who is J3NN? Oh, that was a fart from Gio. If anyone heard that, that's excellent.
2: That's the other good part of having a kid now because I can do it and just blame him.
1: (laughs) You can blame all, because they're literally human grade. Not only smell, but like the the power behind his farts. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and he's human, full size (laughs) human grade. Okay, wait. So um, this this question is um, my fiance will never forever, well, sorry, I just butchered that. My fiance will take forever to apologize even when he knows he's wrong. I want you to give advice on that because I feel like, and don't take this the wrong way, but you, my friend, do are one that? of the most righteous humans really? yeah. to ever exist. I
2: will argue a exist. point. Yeah.
1: I swear you should have been a lawyer.
2: Yeah, but I see I have some friends that are lawyers now and I'm glad I, I didn't do that. <laughs>
1: it's um, good for some personalities. Yeah,
2: that's for, sure. for sure, for sure. Okay,
1: so what's your advice for that person? It's hard to be on the other side of that.
2: <sighs> okay, so... If somebody's just not willing to say sorry, right?
1: Uh, or say for, I'm wrong. For like, okay,
2: for me That's a real thing. I, I literally just think it comes down to maturity. And everyone's on a different scale. Like some people can can be willing to do that at say twenty, some people can't even do it when they're fifty years old. Some people never get to the point where, you know, they're they're cool enough with saying, Look, I I understand I did this, I acknowledge that uh, it could have been wrong or it was wrong. My bad. Mm-hmm. If someone's never going to say sorry, I mean, that's tough. So,
1: Oh, my gosh. Sorry. <laughs> it what's, What happened was, you guys, here it is. What happened was I brought a bottle so that I could keep him soothed <laughs> while we recorded. And now my friends, we're at the point where he's digesting mm-hmm. that bottle. <laughs> and that means we're going to have a nice little soundtrack of cute little seven week old farts nice okay that's that That's good advice. (laughs) So,
2: okay, so what's your take on that though? I think it's a good question. It's rough
1: being on the other side of it, I'll tell you that much, because I've struggled, you know, and I'm also much more of a passive person where I could be okay with someone else being right and not take offense to it. So, our personalities kind of do match in that way. But as I've gotten older and as an adult, I've been able to recognize when someone is wrong, they need to just get to the point and realize, like, it's okay to be wrong. And yeah. I think it's all about framing it in a way that doesn't bring the other person's guard up. And I think I've learned that with you. Yeah. If, if I want you to admit to, that you might not be right, then maybe I won't use the word wrong. Maybe I'll say, listen, let's look at it from a different angle. Oh, man. Let's look at it from a different angle. Like, put yourself you in my that? shoes. No, I'm just saying uh, this is an example, right? Maybe yeah. maybe you're not wrong and maybe I don't quite understand. But perhaps there there is something that we can do differently. And perhaps like you... Slipped up and maybe it wasn't your fault, but maybe mm-hmm. you just thought differently. Yeah. You just sort of frame it in a way that yeah. doesn't bring that person's guard up.
2: Yeah, I agree.
1: Because once you get someone to like be defensive, you're, they're not hearing anything anymore. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So instead of saying, listen, you're wrong. Why didn't you, why can't you just admit that you're wrong? You know, that doesn't work. The person's just going, La, na, 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 na.
2: I think, I, look, some people are people that are never going to in that moment say, look, yeah, I acknowledge that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I think it's more important in the relationship to just both of you be willing to hear each other out. You may not agree, but say, "Look, I hear you. I understand. Let me think about it."
1: Mm-hmm. We're just now getting to that point, <laughs> <Yeah>. though. <laughs> to be fair, for anyone out there, it might take work, and it does take work, but it might take a little time and and willingness to hear each other out. And and long term, you just want to have that. It's really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. All right. One more, and then and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. Oh, man. I just slid right into this one. Such a good one. Um, Okay. So Matiana.a, she said, I'm vegan, but my partner isn't. How do you guys make it work?
2: Ooh, you're going to have to stay tuned for another episode.
1: Yeah, we do have have a segment that we just sort of touched on because that was a huge piece of our relationship. But um, just lightly, it was difficult.
2: It's been really challenging. Mm Mm-hmm. Really challenging,
1: and I'm sure it was just as challenging for you as it was for me. <laughs> challenging on both sides, you know. I wanted to be able to have a partner who understood where I was coming from, um, and and how strong my ethics were. And but would why. you say that I tried? You did, but it didn't matter because your actions didn't necessarily mm-hmm. show gotcha. that you understood completely, and it came. It took t- took a while for me to really get that, like, it wasn't going to happen overnight, and that I couldn't really affect your decision. And for me, being you know in this place of being able to influence people, people looking up to me as the, as a vegan or whatever, it was hard for me to live with someone under the same roof that like I wasn't able to reach, and I felt yeah. like I was failing.
2: Yeah, yeah. On the other side, I mean, I talked about this a lot in the other episode, but when you've been doing something a certain way, something like eating, right? It's such a simple thing, but eating is something you do multiple times a day, every day of your life, right? And it's very enjoyable when you've done it. Yeah. And and if you've enjoyed the way that you've done it, right? And you've done that for your whole lifetime. That's a, that's a hard habit to recondition. Mm -hmm, And it mm -hmm. took me a long time to get to the point that I was willing to give something else a try a hundred percent, you know? So long story short, um, be
1: patient. And just know, yeah. sorry, I'm cutting you off, but I'm hearing where you're going with that. And I really feel like the key to it all, for me at least, because I know she's the one that's struggling with it, was just trying to be patient and see the upside. Like, you're in love with the person. You're not in love with, like, all of their choices. You're going to have different perspectives. You're going to have different lifestyles. Yeah. Um, and just and just finding that balance. Like, if he's understanding you or she's understanding you, whatever it may be, um, but not necessarily living exactly like like you, that's okay. Just know that like you need the support and you need to support each other. And eventually maybe things will change.
2: Yep. Cause they have for us. So check out the other. There's
1: episode. a bright side. <laughs> All right, guys. Gosh, that was really good. It was. I liked it.
2: Yeah. It's um, a little like therapy session once a week, which is kind of <laughs> nice. Cause we're so wrapped up in G.
1: It's nice. I literally get to sit across from Andrew's face and chat. And I really enjoyed it. So anyways, thank you everyone for listening. And I really appreciate everyone's um, input. Yeah, I want to do so more cool. of that.
2: Yep. Same here. Yeah. So if you guys like the episode, please tell your friends, your family, your friends of your family about yeah. it. Um,
1: we love seeing your mentions, by the way, on, yes. on, on stories yeah. or your feed or whatever. So it means cool. a lot to us, really. Mm-hmm.
2: So if you like it, go on, leave a review, share it with people. Um and, and reach out to us. Let us know what topics you guys want to hear about and any adulting triumphs or, or challenges that you guys are facing, and then we can do our best to address them.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Love you, babe.
0: Love you. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One.
0: I like a bed that's really firm.
2: I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can
0: it really help me fall asleep faster?
2: Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our New Year's special. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $899, plus special financing, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly
0: payments required. See store for details. Hey, listeners, looking for an affordable way to go back to school? National University is investing $30 million in new scholarships. For 50 years, National University has pioneered achievable higher education. Today, NU offers over 75 100% online degree programs and flexible four-week class schedules that let you start sooner and finish faster. National University. Classes start monthly. Apply for your scholarship today at nu.edu.